go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, Hollywood. Day City. Um, so, this is probably a little dated, but, you know, because I've, I've had a lot of uh, episodes stored up, you know. I didn't feel like strategically placing them anywhere because I think sometimes I post my episodes. If I do have a bulk of them, then I post on how I feel. You know what I mean? So, I just don't, I don't go in order, alphabetically order or, <laughs> you know, like, I guess it would make more sense if I dropped an episode of an event that recently took place. But a lot of shit has been going on. And some shit I just want to put out ahead of other things. But if you're listening to this episode, I'm either... I'm probably packed all the way inside the house by now. Like, we're probably... We're probably close to 80 or 90% all the way packed in, you know what I mean? Um, but recently, me and my wife and my kids, my mother-in-law, we became homeowners. We got us a crib, you know, and it was a journey. And that's what I'm here to talk about is that particular journey. That shit was rough, y'all. And I'm going to share it with you. So we got approved for three houses, three. The first house did not go through, and I'm going to tell you why. Cool story. We got approved for one house that we really wanted, and we couldn't take it because of personal reasons. So that personal reason is the neighbor that would be our neighbor, if we did take that house, um, I'm not even sure if race plays a plays a role in this, but I think the race is important, right? So it was a white guy who had a black girlfriend. That's why I said I'm not sure if race plays a part in this, but he works for UPS. This is public knowledge. This is public information because of the events that took place. And he has a he has a gun. He owns he owns firearms, like, and I'm pretty sure he owns a lot of them. And the reason why the house next to him is up for sale is because he recently shot through that house. Now, whether it was on purpose or accidental, a bullet went through that house. And the reason why a bullet went through that house and the reason why he shot that bullet through that house is because it was reported that he was hallucinating and he thought someone was trying to break into his house and he ran outside and shot outside as well. Now, I'm not sure how he's able to stay there, but he is currently there, right? I don't know how they didn't push him out. I don't know how he's not arrested or anything like that. But that's what happened. There, A bullet went through that wall and we just couldn't do it. We could not, we could not take that risk, you know what I mean? Because we, we're just not going to take that risk. And we love that house. You know, we, we, we did um, for so many reasons, but we just couldn't 
we couldn't um we couldn't risk that man that would have you know two honestly i'm not sure we pr- let's let's be real about it maybe we take that risk maybe we take that risk and we have no kids if it's just us two you know cuz even being two young married couple with no kids that's still living a bachelor life right there in a way but the way my wife anxiety and panic attacks is set up i'm not sure I'm not, I, I would say the percentages are higher if we had no kids. But no, because her main thing was, what if I come home and he thinks I'm trying to break into a house or he's tripping and things like that? Like, this nigga shot through a whole goddamn house. So no, that one didn't go through. Second one comes along. Um, I can honestly tell you, I don't remember how that one felt. Oh, I think the second one, we got outbid it. So I think someone went, you know, someone went 60, I wanted to say 70K higher than us. Boom, they got that one. And that was a solid one, too. I actually liked that one, too. And it was closer to the right next to the spy area. So we was right like walking. It literally, I think we were like a house away from the pool and jacuzzi. And you already know how we get down with jacuzzis. Me and a wife get down with jacuzzis and the kid loved the, the, the pools and stuff like that. Now, it was different than where we at now because the place that we current, well, when I say living right now, we're at this moment in time, like I said, of me recording, we're not moved in yet. But when you hear this, we're probably already in that thing. But I would say our previous spot, we had an Olympic-sized pool and a jacuzzi and then uh towards the back of the community the gated community there were it was a smaller pool nice still nice size pool and then there was another uh jacuzzi a more intimate jacuzzi because it seemed like for like the past month or so that me and the wife was going back there we had the jacuzzi to ourselves um and it was broke (laughs) when i say broke let me chill um the lights wouldn't come on till a certain time and two lights wouldn't come on. So it was more of a real, real intimate type setting and things like that. So, you know, the jacuzzi has lights and then there's lights surrounding the jacuzzi. So the lights surrounding the jacuzzi, those lights never came on or barely came on. And then the lights inside the jacuzzi would come on eventually at like the nine o'clock mark, but the jacuzzi and the spot, the pool and spa area was shut down at 10 o'clock or whatever. That's where the night, the night staff and the night security will go around shutting down everything um, at 10 o'clock. But sometimes, you know, one time we stayed in there until about 1030 until I came down and shut it down. And by that time we was already getting out. So you can, sometimes you can get an extra, you know, 10, 15, maybe even 30 minutes out of it. I don't know why they didn't extend it to like 11 or 12. Like nigga, we're grown. Anyhow, um, we'll see what's different with the rule settings with the new place that we're in. So the second one, we got outbid the wife. Uh, obviously we're going through a lot of emotional changes. This, this year was rough, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like ever since we came back from, um, Phoenix, things has been crazy, you know? Uh, even though we enjoyed ourselves, that was our 10-year anniversary. We spent it with, you know, the Crosleys um, and my sister-in-law and her fiancé. Um, it was dope, man. I, w- I want to go back to Phoenix. I definitely want to go back to Phoenix. Like, I see why people move to 
I, 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 I understand now at this age, I understand why people move to Arizona, California, and um, I, w- I would say Nevada, but just, I mean, it's the same thing for California. I think people move, they either move to LA or to the Bay, uh, Scottsdale, or Phoenix, and uh, maybe Tustin too, and then obviously in Nevada it'd be Vegas, right? Because the weather is phenomenal, and well, I think you know, obviously, I not think I know L.A. is the most expensive out of all those places that I just said. Uh, Phoenix and um, Scottsdale is not far behind, and you probably you know. Vegas is probably the cheapest. I, well, that ain't no problem. It is the cheapest because people still moving down there. Um, but it's beautiful, beautiful places, though. You know what I mean? The sun, I mean, it, it's summertime. The summer is extended through the fall, you know? So we have summer and fall at the same time. And in some cases, in the wintertime, the, the, the summer is hitting. That's that global warming for your ass. Um, but, you know, ever since we came back from Phoenix, shit just been on a roller coaster and including the whole house hunt thing, you know, cause my wife had personal goals with the house and not me, you know, although I understand it, I wasn't really huge on it, but I do understand it is, just, you know, I'm one of those Al Bundy old school type of cats where, you know, wherever I lay my hat is my home. And you know what I'm saying? My, my family is my home, no matter if we're renting or we got a mortgage. So I wasn't really tripping, but, it's not just about my personal views and feelings and things like that. You got to compromise, and, and and that's what all the marriage is about. And it's dope to be to, to be a homeowner to to say that you own something to build off of that. And I get that now. Uh, so then we move on to the third house, and this one we got, but the journey was fucking crazy. You know what I mean? To put to the point where my wife, not only my wife but myself, I've cried multiple times. Uh, tears of joy, but most of them was tears of frustration. And there were in some of those, in, in some of the ingredients, in some in some of those tears was depression. Yeah, you know, seasonal depression and just slipping into it into depression because. Um, so to give you a little, I mean, there's a lot of things that added on or that added to it. That was for one, my mom's birthday is October 26. So once the fall hits. You know, my seasonal depression kicks in. Um, and I also share a birthday with my dad, December 23rd. I was born on my dad's birthday. So, you know, my mom passed away uh, September 23rd of 2008. My dad passed away February February 23rd of uh, 2011. And, you know, so every year that I would celebrate my birthday when my dad was here, I would give him a call. He would say happy birthday and I would say happy birthday right back at you. Things like that. That was the one thing that we did share. That was our one bonding moment was our birthdays. Um, and my mom's birthday is not like we did anything crazy special for my mom's birthday or anything like that. But just knowing that this is my mom's birthday and it's another year that she's not here. Uh, that's painful as well. So I got those two things going on on top of trying to buy a house. My work is hectic and is emotional as well. I work, um, the field that I work in, I work with adults with mental and physical disabilities. So I'm basically helping these people live their lives. And that's rough. You know, um, I can go into details about that on another episode. 
And I have another episode talking about that. But, you know, things change. Years change. I've been in this field for about eight years, eight or nine years. And it can mentally take a um, take a hold to like it can, it, it can hold you down a bit from time to time, uh, depending on like the politics and the parents and shit like that. It's a lot. Um, just that, you know, I got a 15 year old in high school. You already know about those emotions. That those changes, you know, my daughter is in school and that's that's changing. You know, now she's in gymnastics and my son is about to go back to playing basketball. So fuck my Saturdays, basically. Um, but I, I love it. I love going to the tournaments and I've never been to a gymnastic tournament or whatever, whatever they whatever they do, you know, because she's only been she's only been into two classes thus far, but. I'm pretty sure she's going to keep doing it because that's all she's been talking about. She'd be flipping all over my goddamn house, shit like that. She won't take off her goddamn leotard. She wears it every goddamn day. Um, and that's just what it is. So just dealing with a lot of stuff, man. Just dealing with a whole lot of stuff. So if you see me post videos of whatever videos there is, you know, on TikTok, IG, whether I'm posting hoodies and shirts that I made, and that's a small little portion of my life uh, that keeps me sane. Um, whatever I do, like what the things that I've been doing lately is just been therapeutic to me. You know, making videos on TikTok or you know, or sending it over to IG and things like that. It's not me seeking out attention. It's just me being creative. Like me being creative in so many different ways, uh, podcast episodes included, is therapeutic. You know, so if I do make a video on TikTok, most of the time it's off of edible, but it's just me being creative and, be, and me being creative is just a therapeutic um, action that I need, you know, um, and the whole house process was just kicking my ass. And now I'm at the point where like, and I spoke to be honest and thank you to be honest and Kit, they were. Shit, they were more happy for me than I was for myself. <laughs> you know, to be honest, uh, to be honest, be honest. Yeah, that, uh, that happens a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were sending their love, um, and, uh, and a whole lot of other people. Because I didn't like, I didn't let a lot of people know at first because of the two strikeouts that we had prior. You know, I remember, and shout out to the clubhouse, shout out to the lunch break room. Prior to us going on that break to where we were shutting down the clubhouse, we was in a room. And I remember that day, and it had to be either a Tuesday or a Thursday. But out of those two days, um, I remember telling them, I remember my, my wife texted me. And I think she was either, was she going to get Bailey from school? I think she was going to get Bailey from school. And she texted me, we got the house. And I'm like, no way. And she's like, no, we got the house. And it was, this was the very first one. I think this was, well, you know what? It was either the first or the second one, one of them. But anyhow, I remember getting that and I told them like, yo, we got the house. And I was emotional. I had teared up and stuff like that, put myself on pause. I was inside the room and, you know, fast forward, yo, we lost it. We lost both of those, you know, since then. But the clubhouse room hasn't been open. So this is kind of an update for everybody, really. And a lot of people didn't even know that I was in the process of buying a house. You know, because I wanted to... I'm the type of person that, like, yo, if we fail, we fail. If we win, we'll win, but we'll tell people we won later. That's how I think. 
And um, and that's basically what it was. Like, it was a journey to where I had to get. It was a lot of paperwork. So people who have owned a house um, or have gotten, or, you know, gotten, um, you know, who paying mortgage right now, they understand that journey. And they all said the same thing. Like, yes, it is a tedious, uh, frustrating process. And that's exactly what it was. It's just, you know, this is our first time and we made it. We made it. But, you know, I've been through that whole process. This is probably the most stressful process that I've probably ever been through. Besides, besides child support. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that was a rocky that was a rocky situation with my divorce and, and child support and shit like that. That was pretty rocky. But this right here, I think this was more stressful because this this is a shared goal. You know what I mean? And it depended on individual um, responsibilities and accomplishments, honestly. And I had to have outside help to get to where we got. And I have to return that, whether... Even if it's not financial, I have to return it some way, somehow, because without that outside help, I don't get to where I get to or where I'm at. Um, so a huge shout out to my father-in-law because, you know, like I said, my parents are not here to chip in or to help with anything. And honestly, that man right there um, basically took on that. He took on that obstacle and which helped me get past an obstacle. And, you know, this goes back to a village, man. You know how they say it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to take care of a village, you know, so we can take care of these kids. And I believe that for a fact, Jack. Um, it was, it was, uh, I was, boy, when I say it was a process, I look past people trying to outdo other people. I'm not there no more. I don't even know. I don't necessarily know if I was ever there, but I, I know it was it's in people to be competitive. You know what I'm saying? But not me. Not me. I just want to win for the family. And then that's it. I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds uh, PC and things like that. But that's true. Like if I could just be tucked away with the family, I'm good. Not saying that I want to be tucked away from the world. I still like to socialize and shit like that. I love the relationship that I built with other podcasters and other people that I met through podcasting and outside of podcasting. That's cool because there is a brand that I want to build. I just want to, I don't want to build a brand to where I'm famous though. I don't. I don't want that type of attention. I like building brand with like solid people, you know, and I met some cool ass people like just, you know, from the oldies to the newies. Is newies a word? You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to the D-Murphs and, and the Goldies. You know what I'm saying? But also shout out to the new cats, like the GGs and 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 you know, the hell, the, the whole lunch break production, those are those are newer people that I met during uh during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to all them, the 4Ks and the uh the the, the Migos, the 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 uh the cozies. You know what I'm saying? The 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 Alyssa's, man, like the list goes on and on with that group. And uh, of course, my my usual suspects like the, the Shans, the Drakes, um, the Gregs, the Leahs and shit like that. Like I got I got an extended podcast uh, community and, and some of them I consider family, a very small portion family. Some of them are cool friends and some of them are just podcasters. Um. 
though they, those people have act without them, some of them even knowing, maybe I've told some of them, maybe not. But if they're listening to this episode, a lot of podcasters help me get through this process as well by continuing to record. Shout out to the Breaks Radio with Hayes, Mary, you know what I'm saying? The Green Ranger over there and Marquise, like though they help me as well. Like we we I have a lot of group chats, you know what I mean? And and some of them rightfully so because of the show and things like that, but we can't talk about real issues with real people. You know, and and there's times where I had to let it out, you know, and they were there, you know what I'm saying? I've even and not me, they have too, but we've even said I love you before we got off the off the uh the the Skype call because it's just human saying like I appreciate your well being I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Um even be honest, man, like be honest is is he's not only the guy that edits my show and puts my show out onto to different platforms, but without him knowing like he he has this he has this like he got he has this confidence like that I could relate to because I have a lot of confidence. But as I get older and not being where I want to be at as a man in life, he has that, though, like he has this firmness to him or this reassurance that that I'm like, yeah, I like that, man. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes like I'll call him. And it might not be about my show. Everybody's just, man, I ain't talked to you in a while. You know what I mean? Now, I might not call everybody like that because I ain't got that type of relationship. But I got that type of relationship with Beyonce because I know by listening to a show or just talking to him on a personal level, Beyonce doesn't like small talk or whatever. But when I told him about the house, he was just, we could talk about this. <laughs> you know, but sometimes I just want to hear that type of example of, uh, uh, a man being firm in his stance and having confidence or whatever, because he would be an older brother to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, be honest, would be an older brother to me. And sh- shout out to Cal, uh, um, 12 Cal. Um, he is a podcaster from South Carolina that I listened to, uh, recently, you know, this year. Um, I would say for the past, what, five, maybe six months now? But I've always seen him on a time. I've seen him on a timeline for a couple of years now. I just never knew who he was. I never checked out his podcast until one day when I drove to Vegas. I popped it in. I pop, I'm saying popped in. I'm from the '80s, so like we used to pop in tapes and play CDs and shit like that. Y'all young niggas might not know about that. That was real music back then, by the way. But you know, I popped in his podcast and been rocking with him ever since. I've been on his show. He's been on my show, and you know, just that and the third. But he he has given me that older brother type of. Uh, aura, you know what I mean? And all, I'm saying all this to say that they helped me through this journey, whether they know it or not. You know what I mean? Um, by listening to the shows, talking to them on the phone or something like that, they actually helped me. So you people actually helped me get through the process of buying this house because I had to stay sane because your boy was breaking down. Your boy was feeling defeated like all kind of shit. And no, I'm not the type that opposed all my good shit on the internet. You not knowing that, you know, I'm really going through. No, no, no. Because I will tweet out some deep shit. You know what I'm saying? But I might not show 
the deep shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not the one that go online and be crying for attention. Nah, but I'm going to tweet out my feelings because I want to get that shit out. Some people tweet. Some people put shit out in the atmosphere for, like, good energy and shit like that. I'm both ways. I put out shit for good energy in return, and I release shit from my... I, re, I release all that toxic shit from my body, from my mind, and I'll tweet it out. If it's if it sounds depressing, that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? I don't pay attention to the algorithms because that's too much to keep up with. But I understand it and I roll with it. But I'm not I'm not I don't be tweeting for attention. I tweet to get it out. If I get attention from it, let's talk about it. Um, but I'm not afraid to share shit. Um, but all that shit helped me get through this whole housing process and. You know, um, you know, I was talking to people <laughs> about the whole moving part. Shout out to Goldie. Shout out to be honest, talking about the whole moving part. He's like, man, I'm, I'm, you good? I'm paying niggas to move my shit. And I thought about it, and I still have the opportunity to do that because currently recording this, we haven't fully moved in yet, and and it's not a long move either. Like we're like ten minutes away from the old spot, but you know, moving the big shit is not my thing. But it has been my thing because everywhere I moved, I had to be the main guy to move shit. And the homies just spread it out. And let's be quite, let's be frank, like, niggas don't like moving. And I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might even duck you if you're talking about moving. But I will also help you if you really needed, to, needed me to help you move. I'll do it. I just don't want to do it. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. But that's the least of, I, you know, like, I'm cool. I'm cool with that being an issue that I'm ready to tackle. Why? Because I didn't think we was going to get the house. You know, I didn't, and, and, and I was so sad that we didn't get the other two to where now that we got this one, hey, moving, if it's going to take me a while, if I got to move every heavy object by myself or with my son, shit, I'd rather, I'd rather be in that position than to not you know, make my family happy and to move to, you know, to move into a house, you know what I'm saying? To be sitting still paying rent at the joint that we was at. So yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Even though I'm a person, I love a cozy home. I love a cozy home. My dream home, I guess I can talk about that since my dream home is to have different rooms with, uh, that's different styles. Um, you know, like a seventies room, a modern day room, a cabin room, a futuristic room, an 80s room. Like, that's the type of house that I really want to have ultimately, you know? Like, I would love to have, and that's the thing, being a creative person, I go back and forth of uh, uh, what I want and how I want it, you know what I'm saying? So my backyard, I can see me having a dope-ass cabin-like backyard, but I can also see me having a dope-ass modern. I think if I had a modern a uh, future type of backyard, it'd be hard to upkeep. You know what I mean? Um, but I would love like a 70s style type of backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah, and look, and if y'all don't know, just go look up, not even 70s, but it could be like 60s or something like that. Like, just go look up vintage retro backyards and swimming pools and shit like that. I would want something like that, but I just want different styles, though. It's a nigga walking up the street with like a light. That nigga look weird because he keeps stopping and shit like that. I might get in a tussle. I'm not gonna lie. Cause the nigga, is he walking something? Is he walking something? He's not walking anything. I don't know, man. I might have to fire. Oh, no, he's walking his dog. Okay, cool. 
I had to jump that nigga. Um, but yeah, that's what I want ultimately. You know, I want I want like a I want like a a, a gaming rule, a gaming rule, a gaming room. Uh, yeah, I mean a man cave or something like that. But I want it like. 80s, like an old 80s room where I got like comic books and video games, a bunk bed. I know this shit sounds like childish, but like, no, I want, I want, the, I want my own, I want to create my own world in, inside my house though. You know what I'm saying? I got I already got to go out to a world that I got to adjust to in real life. I should be able to come home to what I want to come home to so I can escape my reality inside my home though. You know, instead of just going, you know, online or virtual reality or some shit like that, I'd rather just come home to, you know, uh, I'm, and this is just an example. I'm not saying that I would like it, but, you know, like a, a say by the bell theme or, you know, that'd be crazy. What if somebody actually did that? Yo, I'm putting ideas out there, my nigga. What if someone had a, a crib that had uh, and each room was a theme from a TV show? You know what I mean? Like, what if what if the liberal room was from um, Family Matters or um, Full House or what's happening? You know what I mean? And then the kitchen, the kitchen was uh, from Martin or Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and one of the rooms was from Friends or um, Living Single. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be dope. I'm going to keep that in mind because I don't know what I can do with that, but I'm going to keep that in mind. Um, they do have pop-up stores where they do the ad, the the TV show or movie theme, shit like that. Because we went to Say by the Bell. I think they're doing a Stranger Things um, out here as well. I'm sorry to digress, but it's all going back to me um, at my house, man. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that my wife is happy. I will say that this wasn't a this wasn't a happy journey at all, but I think it's worthwhile. I think it's gonna be a dope story to tell our our grandkids, our great grandkids, by the grace of God. Um me and my wife live a long long life to where we can speak to the youth uh, of the future, of the far and near future, uh, by the grace of God. I'm praying for that one. But uh, yeah, this is gonna be, it's going to be a story, you know, because I battle, I struggle with, struggle with everybody else struggle with, like taking care of a family. I'm talking about from the man point of view and shout out to the women, shout out to the wives and stuff like that. But I'm just talking about from my point of view and from the male point of view as a black man, being in America, taking care of a family, a homeowner, you know, paying a mortgage, you know, paying bills and shit like that. Like, that's where I'm at. You know, and I know it's something that we've been dealing with our all our lives outside of the whole mortgage thing. But niggas been paying rent, um, paying car notes and things like that and going to work. But as you get older, you start to transition into a different person like i'm tired of working for somebody else's dream you want to be your own your own ceo you want your own business and things like that i'm at that crossroad not only am i at that crossroad i'm still worried about just taking care of a family and the security of the house security of my family and things like that so um but now i'm on to the next level i'm on to the next level which is uh home ownership you know what i'm saying building up equity and things like that so that's where I'm at. 
You know, um, I didn't want to make it a big deal, even though, and let me, let me be honest, I myself, I'm a creator. I love for to share my creativeness with other people, whether it is ideas or something physical that I can share with you. I love the attention if it's pure. I'm not seeking the attention like that. Like my goals I'm I'm kind of weird. Like I like for me to I like to share my goals after it's done, not if it's going to happen. Because I I don't deal well with being let down. So if that makes any sense, like I'm okay with rejection. You know, like I've dealt with that. You know, with women or or girls at the time. Like yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I'm not shooting a hundred percent from the field or whatever. I was cool, don't get me wrong, my shooting percentage was solid, but rejection was never a problem. But being let down, that was the issue, you know what I mean? So if I had to depend on something or depend on somebody to come through with something, good news or something like that, and if I got excited and I was let down, I think that stems from my pops or whatever. Uh, My pops promised me something. And did he he didn't go through with it. I think that's why I have an issue to this day. You know, my mom never really promised me anything like that because she knew if she couldn't get it, then she wouldn't go promise me. Um, so that's where that stems from. You know, so when I got the confirmation, I didn't know, I didn't know the the journey of buying a house when we first got approved for the first one. And the news about dudes shooting through the wall, that didn't come until afterwards, like maybe a week afterwards, to the point where we was like, yo, they're ready to give you the house, but it's on y'all. And we, me and the wife just made a, we made a decision that we can't do that. We can't go through with this one. So the first, the first house was really on us. But for obvious reasons, the second house we were outbid, um, and then the third house we got, but it was just a hell of a journey. Like it was a gauntlet, obstacle courses, all kind of shit, setbacks, hills, speed bumps, you name it, nigga. We went through it, turbulence, all kind of shit. Um, how often did I cry? A lot. How often? Did I get headaches a lot? How how often did I have sleepless nights on top of my job making it, you know, you know, the shit that I had to deal with at my sites often, you know, um, and I was I was taking on too many things. At one time, I had orders for hoodies and shirts that I had to get done, um, you know, work. Like I said, that was stressful. You know, my home is. My home is not, it's cold, like, it, it, not, it wasn't falling apart, but it was just, it was tension, you know what I mean? Because of the shit that we had to get done, it was a lot of business shit that we had to take care of, a lot of adult responsibility shit that had to be taken care of, so there was no fun. I mean, there was fun here and there, but it was just, it was just rough. It was real rough, and... um but we got through it. And the one thing that I told my wife, man, I said, look, man, we go through some, we've been through some tough times, man. We've, we've been through some tough times, but look, bro, every time we went through something tough, 
They end up coming out good on the other side. Always. Always. We've never, you know, now we took some L's. Like, of course, the two biggest L's that I took is actually three big L's. Um, but the third one is actually redeemable. Uh, the two L's that I took was losing both of my parents. You know what I'm saying? But I haven't seen my other two kids in a very long time. And that has been eating away at me. A lot of people don't know about that, but, and that's just something that I got to deal with. You know what I mean? Uh, because I'm accomplishing goals without them. Um, and that's just, that's just life right there. You know, some shit that I got to go through, unfortunately, because, you know, that's a whole nother episode, but you know, I'm getting there, man. I'm, I, I'm getting there. And I feel like, um, I feel like there's better days, but I also know that there's more obstacles ahead because you just, you know, I know the difference between HBO and the Disney Channel, our stars in the Disney Channel. You know what I mean? That's where there's a, a scripted reality and then there's real life, <laughs> you know? Uh, and I'm fighting through it, man. I'm fighting. I'm I'm fighting through it. But through all this, man, I try to keep stay sane. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I am who I am. So if you see me online, I continue to make jokes. I like to talk to a lot of people, man. And I'm starting to get into the groove of talking to new people, even outside of podcasting. Like I want to talk to other people because I want to grow my network. You know what I mean? I want to grow my network of uh, my 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 social community, you know, because you never know who you're talking to that could help you in life or whether it, it doesn't even have to be, you know, just you know, it's just they could be there for this therapeutic moments. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with that, like. Outside of talking to my wife or having me time or talking to my close friends or family, my aunt, you know what I'm saying? My cousins and shit like that. I want to be able to talk to people online because I feel like we all got issues. I mean, if you just look at it, I think I think the world is going to is heading towards a point where everybody's starting to come more human. Like you can't you can't separate the wealthy. I, ain't, I, I, I take that back. The rich from the average, the averages. And what I mean by that is like a lot of these celebrities is becoming more human and human by the day. You know what I mean? And they seek out help. I can see them seeking out attention and help or just someone to talk to online. You can just see that shit. You know what I mean? But no, man, shout out to everybody that I follow on Twitter, IG, uh, I guess you can say Clubhouse. And let's community. I, I mean, let's continue to build, though. You know what I mean? Just continue to build. I'm, I'm a. Me and my wife had this debate a while ago that she's more outgoing than I am, but I think she really bowed down to me this past couple of weeks. I think we worded it wrong. I think she, she feels like she's more friendly than I am. And okay, that could be debatable. But I definitely know that I'm more outgoing because I'm on more, more social platforms talking to random people. You know what I mean? I am. I can talk to just to anybody. And then as soon as they move, seems a little, uh, a little fuzzy. Then, you know, I don't take it personal, but I just distance myself. You know, even if I don't agree with their, um, 
believe. So it's not even that. It's just how I, I look at how people treat other people online, you know, because a lot of these people I haven't met. It's uh, uh, a nice portion of them I have, but for the most part, no, I judge people by their character. I do. And how they treat and talk about other people. I do. I don't hold it personally against them because people that they don't get along with, I might get along with. You know what I'm saying? But that's their relationship. I learn how to separate relationships, you know, and that that's just me leveling up. You know what I mean? And I, that's the 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 main reason why I'm sharing this episode about being a homeownership because I'm leveling up and I appreciate you guys throughout this journey and so on. So, you know, with more goals that I accomplish, I got to level up my personality. I got to level. And what I mean by that is that I have to do more. I'm not changing anything. I've never changed for none of you ugly people out there. <laughs> Obviously, it was a joke. I didn't mean to call you people people. Um, but I'm not going to change for nobody. I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm just not comfortable of where I'm at. You know, like I love who I am. I just know I could be a better person. Um, and that's just being a better person for myself. I think I'm cool. I think I'm a, I'm a good person towards other people. And I can't do better. I can reach out more and things like that. But I can honestly tell you, when I'm going through my personal shit, whether it's family or just me solo, then I kind of like forget about everything else. I do. I'll shut down. Not necessarily shut down to where I don't want to talk to people. But it's just I don't care to worry, to care about your problems or to even check up on you when I'm fucked up. But there has been times where I've been fucked up and I still check on other people to see if they're doing good so I can steal some of their energy. So, no, I'm going to tell you right now, I care about people so much that, yeah, you could call me, you could text me, and let's chop it up and I'll help you. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll contact niggas just to steal some of their energy. I need it, bro, because I, I know I can save the world. I don't know how, but I know I'm willing to. You know, I need that because I've I've been at rock bottom. I'll tell you like this: I'm not, I've never been suicidal to the like on a serious point, but I did get to the point where I understand why people are suicidal. I don't know if that's scary or if that's crazy to hear, but I understood why. And for the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking about Robin Williams a lot. And it's one of the funniest human beings I've ever seen on TV. Never met him in person, but just the niggas just seem so full of life and gone. There might be some conspiracies, conspiracy shit behind that. But outside of that, for a person to seem so happy on the outside to be dealing with so much in the inside, definitely can relate to that. Can't compare the two because we, our upbringings were different, our careers were different, our lives were different, our personalities were different. But I could definitely understand, like, yo, this shit called life is a little too difficult. Don't see if I'm going to be able to get out of this hole. I want to know what the next journey is outside of this. Now, we'll never do that. And, and, and I, want, I don't want to say never say never because that's scary. But I, I love my kids. I love my wife. I love my friends. I love my family. And I just want to be able to go as long as the Lord is willing to see how this world develops. You know what I'm saying? And I still want my house and I want my fucking. <sighs> I want my man cave. All right. I want a man cave. I want to. I want 
my PS5 and other random ass retro video games in my man cave. I want to play crazy video games in there, host Super Bowl parties in there. Not a lot of people want to do podcasting in my goddamn man cave. That's my next goal. That's my next goal. And probably have a built-in jacuzzi in my, not inside the crib, but outside. Because outside jacuzzis just feel better than inside jacuzzis. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. So shout out to everybody that helped me on this journey. I love my wife. I love your wife. I love you, sugar. Uh, we got a house and we doing it and we're doing it and we got to have sex in there. So um, I'll keep y'all posted on that when we have sex for the first time in our house.